with Sometimes Heroes, Season 2, Episode 9. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Mark, and I play Gij, the human fighter paladin. Hi, my name is Molly, and I play Eden, the noble human sorceress slash wizard. Hello, my name is Eric, and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian. My name is Winter, and I play the elf druid Sariel. And Amanda will not be joining us tonight, sadly, but we must push on in the face of adversity. Last time on Sometimes Heroes, you confronted the vizier, attempted to trick it as it showed you a omnihedron, a fly eye, that it said would take on its portion of the curse. Sten, marching forward, swinging his hammer through what is clearly now an illusion. The vizier, a giant toad with a staff, clad in scholar's robes, appearing on the other side of the room, laughing and telling you that you should not have tried to trick it. Holy sh! this is like Star Wars foreshadowing, right? <laughs> you knew it already, James. I did. <laughs> But several things are going to start happening as you have already rolled initiative. The first thing that is going to happen in this combat is the lair is going to take its action, which is something that you guys haven't encountered before. Bosses that have lairs that do their own thing, which is a uh, fifth edition thing. That's pretty neat that I like a lot, but we'll see if you guys like it. No. <laughs> Team wipe. I'm going to re-roll as a kinder. It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, the first thing the Vizier's Lair is going to do is cast Cacophony on you. I want you all to make wisdom saves. As you see the Vizier appear on the far side of the room, all of a sudden, bright lights and loud forest noises assail your senses. Sten rolled an 8. Sariel rolled a 25. Yeej rolled a 12. Oh my. Molly okay, that... rolled a 10 in wisdom. <laughs> yeah, say that one. Molly rolled a 10 in wisdom. No, Molly said it. Eden. Eden, say that. <laughs> no, Molly said it. <laughs> Eden rolled a 10 in wisdom. As light from above and sound from all around you assaults your ears and eyes, you lose sight of the vizier. You are blinking as if just exposed to a flashbang of sorts. The room starts to clear up to you. Now you are on a perfect marble floor expanding much further into the distance than the room previously did besides what? this what room is changing crazy fey nonsense. <laughs> <Room's> changing <laughs> room is changing crazy fey nonsense yes as you look around only the stairway beneath your feet remaining the same sans the end of the stairway it appears to just stop about 10 stairs down at the now perfect marble wall two mushrooms stand in front of it wobbles and chub as well as the deputies to the sheriff arrowhead and sam who very startled in the sunlight begin to hide no and cower and you can see bits of steam rising from their caps wow. oh my god wait can they not this get in the ass, shade we're gonna, we're gonna beat the crap out of him oh my god this is horrible Toasting our mushrooms how dare he Indeed. Beyond them, Arrowhead and Sam reside, stoically looking at their leader, Galena, the giant toad at the top of the stairs, Eden and Sariel right next to them. Beyond the stairway, Gij and Sten, maybe ten feet away, near where they thought the dais and the omnihedron, the fly eye, resided, now standing in the open, Gij, his muscles locked, hand hovering near his sword but unable to draw it. He is paralyzed for the next round. 
But Sten, having just blown through an illusion, you stand in the center of this immaculate floor, looking ahead at a giant bramble ahead of you of bushes. In these bushes, you can see the vizier's eyes peering out, the shape of a black orb next to it. But as you glance to the side, situational awareness, very important to you, you also see two other viziers and two other fly eyes in the opposite corners of the room. Oh, hell. One atop a hill with a minecart poised at the top, and one behind the operating table upon which the dissected frog lies, both with omnihedrons, ebony with infinite sides. The one atop the hill has a giant top hat and a curly mustache. The one behind the dissected frog has a bloody apron and a cleaver, and the toad in the bramble is mostly obscured. Above you, a nearly blinding light pours down, as if the sun is at high noon. Mechanically, the room is brightly lit in a 30-foot radius around the stairs. And the combat begins. It is the deputies' turns, and since Galena is not here to give them orders, they both hop and waddle to Galena's sides, taking up defensive stances as Galena continues to be confused and weep, but calls out to the vizier, You plan to abandon the king? You coward! And begins to cast a spell. We will go on to the next turn, which is Eric. Wait, so I see these mushrooms are starting to burn? Yes. I mean, as a player, I'm wondering if they are really burning, because this is presumably an illusion. But as Sten, and also as a player, because I'm not actually sure that's correct, I really want to protect them. Um, I have a blanket in my inventory. Can I try to cover them with the blanket? Absolutely. Do you want to run that direction and throw a blanket over them? Oh, yes, I think I can make it. They are definitely within your running range. Then yes, I, I definitely want to do that. Okay. Sten, you run towards the stairway. Do you run down the stairs or do you run to the edge of the stairs and throw it down? I, I think I would probably run to the edge of the stairs. Okay. Like here. He sees Sten run back to the mushrooms and thinks, oh, crap. <laughs> what? I'm saving the day. I want you to... Actually, no, this doesn't require a roll at all. You uh, flap a blanket up, blocking the sunlight. The mushrooms are able to react now that they have a moment of shade and pull the blanket over their heads. Phew. Stay under that blanket. (laughs) That is Sten's turn. Gij, you're up. So I'm whammied, right? I can't move at all? Yes. I was actually lying when I said it was your turn because you are stunned this turn. You have been the target of a spell called Power Word Stun, which if you have less than 100 HP, you are automatically stunned. No save. That sucks. But okay. It does suck. I'm sorry. But That's all right. your critical fail allowed this creature to use this before the fight even started. I got hit by Power Word Mushroom Friends, so it's true. in the same boat. No save versus that. Indeed. Okay. The Vizier, all three of them, point at the center of the room, and say, Choke on your hubris! As viscous, thick, yellow gas forms in the air around the stairway, as it casts Cloud Kill, which is the name of a spell in D&D. Who knew? The DC is 17 Constitution. We are going to have Galena, Eden, and Sariel save versus this, as it springs up from the stairway, but does not appear to affect the mushrooms very much. <laughs> oh no! Oh, jeez. That's bad. Aw, yee, here we go. Sariel rolled a 1 for her constitution stave. Eden rolled an 11 in constitution. So, yeah, that's not great. Woo! All right. We're all gonna die. Tender character, here I come. Wait, doesn't... (laughs) Galena saves at advantage because she is a dwarf and this is poison. 
and she rolls an 18, saving against this. Arrowhead saves for 11, and Sam saves for 18. Arrowhead immediately takes a big, froggy breath of air, collapses, and falls down the stairs. Oh no. <laughs> and is unconscious. Uh... Sam manages to hold its little breath, and Galena does as well. Eden, you are going to take 21 damage, and Sariel, you are going to take 42 damage. Gosh darn it. Let me look at what my health is right now, because that's definitely going to put me in the negatives. Let's see how bad. That puts Eden at 13. That's a little scary. That is highly alarming. James, it was 42 damage? Yes. Wait, it was 42, not 21? She critically failed, but yeah. Oh, right. Jesus. Okay, I don't know how to do math. That's not as bad as I thought it was. I'm negative five. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Eden. What were you saying that this whole fight was about? Whether we win or lose because it's up to Sarl? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, no. There that goes. Uh, yeah. I was I was joking about the character reroll, and now I probably shouldn't have been joking about that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Galena is also going to take 10 damage. And Sam is going to take a little bit of damage as well, but are both still up. Eden, it is your turn. As you gasp for breath for a moment before realizing that maybe holding your breath is better than whatever is happening out here. You are in a zone of just sickeningly green mist as Sariel takes a deep breath as she begins to charge up the stairs, I presume, and immediately just collapses next to you. Whoa. Okay, well, I'm going to at least take my cloak and try to wrap it around the bottom half of my face as tightly as I can. Okay. Uh, don't know how well that'll help, but gotta try. It looks cool as hell. <laughs> nice. Well, that's what's important. So that's, yeah, that's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. And what can I see? I've got mist surrounding me. Can I see much of anything? So before the mist happened, you were able to get a good look at the entire room. So if anything specific you want to ask about that, you can remember that. But right now you're in the middle of mist. You can see Galena's giant body in front of you as well as a arrowhead frog that you manage to sidestep as it collapses down the stairway, as well as Sariel also collapsing. But putting the uh, cloth to your mouth appears to be keeping you up for the moment, but you need clean air at some point. I could try to use Gust to clear the air as much as I can around me and Sariel. Okay, that seems like a very reasonable plan. You're surrounded by uh, dangerous gases, you gust them out of the way. Do you want to do that? Si, senor. No roll is required. How do you do this? You are going to be able to move this cloud away from you. Where do you want to move it? Well, hmm. Toward the baddie. Can I move it in the direction of the vizier? Which one? There's three of them. Literally any of them. Whichever is closest. You can definitely move one to the closest vizier, which is behind a uh, dissected frog. Okay, perfect. Any uh, flourish on this? Uh, well... I want to sort of lean over Sariel. I mean, I there's not a whole lot I can do at this point to heal her, but I at least want to try to protect her and get the gas away from her as, as quickly as possible. And then, of course, you know, making really dramatic, regal gestures. Of course. I imagine you uh, leaning over Sariel as she collapses, stepping over her prone form and throwing out your arms as the cloud of noxious fumes blows away from you in the general direction of the vizier that looks as if he's been cutting up this frog. The cloud is no longer around you guys. Sariel, you're up. Death save! 
Oh boy, how do I roll that? You click on death save. <laughs> Wait, what? what the, oh no, she's gonna die. Wait, what are the stakes of her death save? She, she could just die straight out right now? No, a death save, you have to fail three or critically uh. fail and fail once. So. Uh. Oh, critically fail and fail once. Okay, okay. You having trouble rolling that? She's just nervous. It all comes out of this. Sariel finally figured out where the death save was on her chart and rolled a seven. Yay! Uh, Yay. Sariel, click one on the death save track. You are that much closer to death. Oh, that was a fail? What's a yes. pass? Ten or above. Right, right. I should know this. Parts of the party have been really close to dying. I should probably have been paying attention to that. Maybe. <laughs> it is Galena's turn. Galena turns to Sam says, oh my, we must help our allies. They're, they're injured. And jumps over to you and uses a healing kit. You are now at one HP. As Sam and Galena together, there's some cauterizing involved as Sam begins to scream about the power bestowed upon it, the power <laughs> of flame. But in general, the ministrations are acceptable. Sariel, you are back up to one HP. It is the lair's turn again. In this moment, Gige and Sten, as you were looking around, the mushroom crisis averted, the party now wildly damaged by this cloud of deathly smoke, you see three things all at once. One, as if out of nowhere, on the minecart tracks, tied up in spider silk, you see Sinclair and Helga at the bottom of the small hill, atop the hill, the vizier, top hat and curly mustache, pulls one out, it snaps back, and begins to place its webby foot on a minecart with a large fuse coming out of the top. Oh no! Uh, every action in this fight is going to be me saving something, so we're all going to die. <laughs> the one in the cloud begins to cough and exaggeratedly react to the smoke, but next to it appears a troll, remarkably similar oh, to Thog. <laughs> and it, it yells at the sky, Goth will have revenge! Don't I have that guy's femur somewhere around here? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you with your own femur. <laughs> and from the bramble emerges Hesius's head. Oh my god, okay, man. What are you trying to do to me? <laughs> As they all begin to approach, through the window flies Eve to save you all. But Hesius yes. snaps out and bites Eve in its mouth. And begins Thanks. to swallow her. What? No, 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 no. No. I am very no, 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 no. angry. Rewind. Rewind. What's up? I don't want her to get eaten. I think it's an illusion. <laughs> yeah, it's an illusion. <laughs> All right. It is the deputy's turn. They are busy being either uh, unconscious due to terrible smoke or tending to Sariel. Sten, what's up? Man, I don't even know. So I feel like, I mean, initially Sten was like, well, I got to save Sinclair and, and, and Helga. And then I was like, I got to stab the guy with the femur. And then I was like, it was Hetches. And that's as far as my thought went there. Uh, intellectually, <laughs> I feel almost certain that these, these various things are designed to make me be an idiot. But I'm pretty no. sure Sten would, would do exactly that and be an idiot. Um, so I, I think he's gonna, uh, this is, I was already thinking frenzy even after the mushroom situation, and, and this is definitely gonna drive Sten to the breaking point and, and go into a full-on frenzy. Alright. And what the hell would he do? Yeah, I feel that Hesius in particular, especially eating Eve, would, would draw his ire the most. 
Um, so he's he's gonna. T- I don't even think he can make it there. But well, I can I can make it there, but I can attack. But yeah, I, f- I feel like that's where he would go and just scream hashes and charge the snake. Do you want to throw anything on the way? Yes, for sure. Um, so I'll do. I'll I'll move as far as I can and then hurl my pylum again at hashes, which I think this hasn't happened before. All right. Um. Yeah. Didn't I climb him with it last time? Maybe we'll have it again. <laughs> Oh, and I am rolling at disadvantage, is that correct? Because of the... Oh, wait, do, do I get a chance to roll that again for the cacophony? At the end of this turn, the cacophony has given anybody who failed that roll disadvantage. Well, right, but I never made a check again at the end of my first turn. Right. So you're going to roll once before this turn starts. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of it, conceivably, right. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm rolling... And that includes this is itself a disadvantage, is that correct? No. This is the only role that is not a disadvantage right now. Okay. Because you're taking in a lot of information right now, <laughs> as Sten is mostly what's confusing you. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Well, Sten rolled a 16 on Wisdom this time. Sten is struck with a moment of clarity that this is all going on. He has an excellent sense of tactical awareness. Heshus is back. Heshus deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God, the singular you focus it. I serves seen, you. <laughs> I should have seen Hesh's coming. <laughs> anyway, hurl your pylum at it. Sten rolled a 22. That hits. As your pylum strikes Hesh's, Hesh's just almost cartoonishly dies. The pylum strikes it in the face, and gouts of blood begin to pour forth as it screams and begins to writhe on the ground. Eve coming forth from its mouth and struggling along the floor, dramatically reaching out its wing towards Eden. No! Oh god! Eve! No! But at the same time, yes! Victory! Sten! No, do not encourage this behavior! Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And it is Gij's turn. You are no longer paralyzed. Oh, thank goodness. Alright, I want to say, up until a moment ago, Gij kind of thought this stuff was illusion, if at the least because there was three viziers. With how cartoonishly Hesius just died, he's now inclined to really think this is an illusion, and he wants to look for some sort of light source, because the room was bathed in a light. Gij, as you cast your eyes about and above yourself, searching for the source of light, you see a globe emitting light on the ceiling, maybe 30 feet up. Okay, I want to hit that with a stone. Load up my sling. Load up your sling with one of your bullets that you've collected over your journeys. Sure. Mm-hmm. Roll an attack. I rolled a 25, critical success. Thanks. Holy biscuits. Gij, in a moment of quick thinking, gets his sling out, starts twirling it around after loading a bullet inside it, and hurls it straight up at the ceiling where there is artificial sunlight. Hitting an object, you hear a loud smack that sounds like stone on stone. You hear a loud crack as the sunlight around you dims dramatically as well as a general crack through the entire room diminishes and you see the original what looks like stone of the room appear down the center it is maybe a 10 to 15 foot wide area that is clearly no longer covered by this illusion it is now normal stone and you see hesius the vizier and the bramble around it disappear Sten, of course, is going to take credit for that entirely in his mind. He killed Hatches so hard, he destroyed the entire Bramble. Yes. What about the other two viziers? They appear to still be there. Is the weird orb thing floating still next to that old vizier, or is that one gone too? The vizier and all his accoutrements are gone. Okay. 
The light continues to emanate from the edges of the orb above you. You can now see a long, dark crack down the center. Is that blue area you just drew? Is that like the normal looking part of the room? Yes. Okay. And then at that moment, he will take a defensive position if I can, and he'll shout to the others, that lantern is cast an illusion, and he's going to keep launching stones at it when it's his next turn. So your option right now is you have two attacks. You can make another attack on the stone. Right! You cannot take a defensive stance unless you use action surge. Okay, yeah. Well, now that I've seen my my suspicion was correct, I'm going to sling another stone at it. Okay. That one was a 16. This one also hits as you load another stone, calling out to the party, hurling another stone straight up. It cracks against the stone. You hear the crack expand before shattering entirely. Black obsidian coming down around you, Gij, mostly landing on your hat, not in a harmful fashion. Ye. But you see the illusion around you disappear entirely. You are now back in the room you initially entered. Aha! That probably saved the day. (laughs) Now the mushrooms covered in the blanket seem to react a little confused as to the lack of sunlight around them. But Sariel and Eden still appear to be gravely injured by the gases. Is the gas anywhere in the room? The gas is now sort of out the window past the dissected frog. Ah. You see the actual vizier, its hands out, the staff held aloft in one hand. It looks startled. What? This? No, that, that's not how it's supposed to go. It is the vizier's turn as it begins to cast another arcane spell around Gij. A void opens up, and the vizier speaking words that do not make sense to you, but do not seem like they're dwarvish either. Black tentacles erupt around you, Gij. Make a dexterity save. And then I can add plus two to it, right? If it helps push me over? Uh, yeah. Okay. I roll dexterity. Mm-hmm. Plus two would be 17, so I match it. If I rolled you... a 15 dexterity save, I add the plus two. That puts me at 17 to match it. Nice. Gij, you only take five bludgeoning damage from these tentacles as they reach up from this bottomless void that appears beneath you, despite the ground still appearing to be holding your weight, and begin to thrash around, trying to grab you, but you manage to put your shield above your head and rush forward out of it. Or stay, if you want to. But you are not constrained. For sure. The vizier looks over at Sten, aflame, standing five feet from the wall, the pylum firmly planted in the rock, about four feet above you, Sten. (laughs) As it says, No! Eden, it is your turn. Okay, so now that the gas is gone, what, what can I see in my immediate vicinity? Things that you can see, beyond Galena tending to Sariel, you see the dissected frog, the windows beyond the dissected frog, there is noxious fumes just outside where you have blown them, which previously look, looked like it was inside the room. You are at the top of the stairs behind you. There is an unconscious arrowhead and a couple mushrooms who appear to be under a blanket looking outwards tentatively. And across the room is what you initially saw, which was the vizier appearing on the other side of the room on it with a dais on which is a cracked omnihedron. There's an SAT word. (laughs) Omnihedron, I've never heard that. So isn't that a sphere? Yeah, pretty much. It's a disco ball. Very fancy sphere. Okay, okay. Black disco ball. That's what it is. Ooh, so we're at a party. Yeah. Well, you were until uh, Gij ruined the party. He broke the ball. Wait, is is his disco ball intact? It was going to be a really bad party. Don't worry. Wait, was (laughs) it white before? It was going to be a death party. Yeah. 
Was no, it white before? Or? It was oh, okay. black the whole time, oh, okay, uh, okay. except for the time that it was a sun. Right, right. Wait, are you sorry, but did you say it looks damaged at all? It looks cracked now. There's oh, like okay. a big old wide crack down the center. Gotcha, gotcha. There's also a wide field of like enveloping blackness through which tentacles are coming out of and trying to grab Guiche. But Guiche seems to be handling it okay. Okay, Guiche, if you need help, then yell. Because right now I want to punch the vizier in the face with magic. Do it. It's a good plan. One magic, him, please. Bill. One sec. Sorry, this is hard because I'm actually on my phone right now and I'm I'm having to switch back and forth between the TeamSpeak app and uh, Safari. <laughs> oh, just tell us what you want to do and then we'll do it. I think James can actually do the action for you if you're having trouble, Molly. Yeah. Okay, I want to use the lightning bolt spell. Just aim right for his punchable face. All right. Do you want to cast at level three or level four? Let's do level four. Okay. Full level lightning happens. And does the big ol' vizier save versus that? Dexterity 14. The vizier, in its confusion, does not save versus your lightning bolt. And you see it in its shock of the illusion coming down. It did not appear to be defending itself in the slightest, but as it sees you casting at it, holds out its staff, the lightning striking it square, but it appears to mitigate some of the damage with its own arcane might. Only taking 41 damage. (laughs) Ooh! Damn. Ooh, yeah! Mm. Behind it, you see... The table full of makeshift arcane instruments made out of, you know, twigs and leaves and acorns and the like catch a flame as the lightning lances around the vizier. Oh, sweet. Sariel, you're up. You're awake. Galena stands over you. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You're not sure why, but the salamander has burned you. (laughs) I am the fire! Sariel feels like she should feel some kind of way about this, but Sam's too cute. It's too cute. <laughs> so the disco ball is broken. Has a crack in it. And we're back to one vizier? Yes. The vizier is on the south side of the room along with its cracked disco ball. I'm gonna explode some thorns in that direction. Explode a thorn! As you are on the stairway, you have to merely stand up and reach over the edge from which you have, you know, light cover from the vizier. Yeah, that's nice. Yeet. Okay. Your lungs burn immensely and consciousness swims about you as you are at 1 HP. <laughs> things are bad. Explode the thorn at them. Can't turn into a bear. Explode things instead. <laughs> Sorry, I'll roll a 12 for exploding thorn. That does not hit the vizier, but the vizier is going, still going to make a dexterity save against the rest of the exploding thorn, taking four damage as the exploding thorn hits the wall behind the vizier, exploding damaging a bunch more of its instruments and taking four damage. Uh, Sariel weakly waves her fist and then leans on Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, The might of flame has you! Uh, <laughs> and then like stumbles under your weight. Oh no. At this point, Galena is a free actor and looks at all of you with her big googly toed eyes and says, What? What do I do? Oh, anyone can give Wait, a suggestion? You actually, are you actually asking? Yes. Someone else can control Galena right now. Don't let her I, die. She'll be real set. Well, I want, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say Gish would suggest that she jump forward and touch the eye because he thinks she's probably the only person who could touch it without penalty now or completely screw with his mojo. 
So he would shout, jump forward and grab the eye. Okay. He said I couldn't, oh, but no. I will. Oh, no. Galena is going to be able to jump that far pretty easily. Leap over the vast void beneath Gij with all of its black tentacles. Land next to the Omnihedron and place one big webby hand on it. Nothing immediately appears to happen, but she looks very pleased with herself, as a toad can. <laughs> Bring it back! <laughs> it is the lair's turn. Bear in mind that I have stabbed the lair with my pylum. You have. Look at that! You did! I've seen it. <laughs> you drew a real good pylum. I'm very proud of you. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> no. Galena touches the orb, and as she does this, the orb makes an attack on her, rolling a 19, hitting her with 16 force damage. Ooh. Do it again! <laughs> Galena is down to 6 HP. <laughs> Ooh, geez. Oh, jeez. I wow, made a bad suggestion. <laughs> oh, right, because you got cloud killed, too, yeah. She is flung back into more arcane equipment that appears to be <laughs> very ramshackle and breaks under her giant toad weight. <laughs> I think they were breaking all the stuff. <laughs> Sam, now holding up Sariel, reaches over the edge, holds out a stubby salamander leg, and fires a firebolt at the vizier. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> a solid six and breaks more stuff. <laughs> Sets an acorn on fire. It appears to have something very combustible in it. It makes some pretty sweet fireworks. Stan, you're up. Um, would it take time for me to grab the pylum out of the wall? I would say it would take like five feet of your move. Okay. Then I think I, so I, can, I could grab it like on the way to him. Yeah, without... definitely. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to grab the pylum. Um, Thematically, what I would like to do is grab the pylum and throw it at him while I'm running at him and then attack him. Is that okay. possible? Is that yes. doable? Okay. You um, can make two attacks in between moves as long as you keep to your number of attacks. Okay. Well, I actually, so I have, and I also have a bonus melee attack as well because of the frenzy this uh, this turn. Oh, dang. So is that all, is that all kosher? Yes, so that's all kosher. Okay. I'm confused but still incredibly angry. Grab the pylum, immediately throw it at him, charge him, and begin smacking him. All right. Make those attacks, sir. All right, I rolled a 21 with the pylum. The pylum strikes through the toad's armor, landing deeply in its leg, sort of hanging off the way it is supposed to, dealing eight damage. Seems to be hurting the toad quite a bit, but not, you know, devastating. Is it moving to disadvantage now? No. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm just snarling and screaming, for some reason still screaming Heshus. Oh, and, I'm gonna gonna gra- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna grab. And I'm just gonna. I'm gonna grab the pylum and kind of use it as leverage as I smash him with the hammer twice with the other hand. All right, rad. <laughs> Make warhammer attacks. Uh, Sixteen in the first one. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. Uh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Not greatsword, unless you want to use greatsword. No, that is not what I wanted. So we're gonna use uh, sledgehammer plus one. Okay. Yes, I rolled an eighteen on that one. Nineteen hits. You deal fifteen yes, bludgeoning hits. damage. And the next? And the next. This one is a 19. Well, you don't F around. That is 13 bludgeoning damage. Hesheus! <laughs> the vizier looks down at you and says, I'm not Hesheus! Stop hitting me! It's an illusion! You're Hesheus! <laughs> uh, these blows appear to be devastating. As... I like <laughs> 
I just like the idea of him being like screwed over by his own illusion. <laughs> but then I now think this is the illusion. It's too confusing. Am I in the dream now? Who knows? Um, <laughs> Gij, you see Sten run forward and deliver several devastating blows to the vizier who protests. Protests that he's not Hesius? No, I got it. Yep. Oh, it's my turn. Yep. Okay. I instantly feel bad because Froglana has been thrown back against a wall. So Gij is going to run up in front of her. Mm-hmm. And then he will do, even though I'd really like to attack. Oh, actually, I can do an action surge. Okay, so he's going to do... Your wounds. Okay. And he'll say, um, ease your wounds by Saloon's light. And the holy symbol on his shield will glow as he reaches out with his free hand to heal Galena. You see Galena's watery eyes get slightly more watery, but with uh, less pain and more emotion. <laughs> going along with the theme that she was coming with last time. But you cure her for nine HP. If I use my action surge, would I be able to move to the thing and smack it with my sword? Uh, with you would search, be, or I can only do one of those. You would be able to move to the thing or mm. throw something at it. You can do one of the two. You know what? It is a stationary object. I'm going to drop a sacred radiance on it because why not? Okay. With his shield already glowing, he'll then turn it at the. He'll turn it to face the the fly disco ball. Oh, are you targeting the disco ball or the vizier? Oh no, the disco ball. Okay, cool. And he'll say, "Saloon's light denies you." And I'll throw the sacred radiance at it. As Gige plants his shield in the general direction of the orb, the orb begins to glow, its multifaceted surface beginning to fill the room with gentle moonlight. It begins to glow from within before shattering, exploding with Whoa. a force that is very violent. I want Galena, Gige, and Sten to make dexterity saves. Well, is this, this count as an effect I can see? Uh, yeah, I would say this has a moment where it's like, beep, oh, so you like, you, you see the buildup, so you're like, oh, something's gonna happen. Fair enough. I rolled a seven. Galena rolls a 22. She manages to jump behind Gij. Good. <laughs> Sten rolled a 17. Gij, you're going to take 13 damage, piercing as shards of obsidian hit you. Galena and Sten, you're only going to take seven? No, six. Even though I was kind of already behind my shield, I did aim my shield at it. Yeah, you get the bonus okay. from your shield, but like you were looking and admiring your work clearly because <laughs> you rolled okay. real bad. Uh, okay, so seventeen, you said. Mm-hmm. Is that um? Is that piercing damage? Yes. Okay. The vizier is also going to take thirteen piercing damage as it does not save. Oh, poor vizier. Poor it's vizier. Also, vizier has a lot of hit points. Vizier does have a lot of hit points. The vizier turns towards you, Sten, after this detonation goes off. After you've dove out of the way, one side of the vizier is just peppered with bloody cuts. As... Can, can we say that I that I leveraged the pylum that I'm holding to like pull him in front of me? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> That's dope. It is vizier's turn. Yay, vizier. I think he's going to be mad. I think he's going to be mad as well. Vizier is going to cast polymorph on sten god I, I, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw dc 17 i swear to god if he turns me into a snake sten rolled a seven the vizier reaches out from you as you've been manhandling it in posi- into position with a pylum and grabs your face sten and you turn into a fly <laughs> no what wait how big is my fly self uh normal fly sized so about like the si- size of a shih tzu. 
<laughs> but you can fly, so that's dope. I don't know how to feel about this. What do I even see? <laughs> don't they have a million eyes? This is mind-blowing. It's, it's very confusing. Am I still on fire? Yes. Yes, you're tiny Angry flame. fly. Your little proboscis is going everywhere, just screaming. <laughs> All right, Eden, you're up. Great. Um, kind of want to just throw more lightning at him. At this point's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty effective last time, so you know. His orb did just explode. Pow pow. And can you clarify what that means? Um... We don't know exactly. It seem he seems to use it for magic. But it exploded and it hurt some of us. He could still polymorph me afterwards. Yeah. But it may have so, had something to do with the illusions, yeah. He can do less magic, presumably. Probably illusory magic. That is helpful. Also, try not to hit me with a lightning bolt. Or do. I'm a fly now. Who knows? Maybe that's good for me. And I'm He's a raging barbarian fly. Are we talking fly. a teeny weeny fly that's comparatively fly sized? Or are we talking a big fly? It's about the size of a shih tzu. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Oh, oh, that is so sad. Well, if you're in the way, I'll absolutely use careful spell. Because even though you're a fly and flies are gross, I still don't want to kill you. Thanks. All right. I want to toss a lightning bolt at level level four again. You only have one spell at level four. Oh, I guess I'm not that special. Okay, level not three. Yet. Not yet. Vizier's going to try to save. Hopefully he does... You're so horrible. You're rooting against us. I do. Vizier's, against... Vizier's fate is sealed. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the Vizier gets struck by another powerful bolt of lightning from Eden's hands. It pretty much lancing through the lightning rod of Sten's pylum into its body, and just you can smell it cooking in front of you, both Gij and Sten. Oof. The vizier's last words are, This isn't the way it was supposed to! And the lightning hits it, cutting off its last words, and just starting to grow and expand into uh, large pustules that appear to be filling with gas or liquid. Who knows? Oh, everyone take cover. Ooh. But... (laughs) Before anybody's able to escape in any meaningful manner, the immediate surroundings of the vizier, including Galena, Gij, and Sten, are covered in ichor, fun green and black goop, and some measure of organs as the vizier explodes. So I'm a flaming fly covered in frog guts. Yes. Your proboscis immediately goes to your eye and starts, like, sucking (laughs) off some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. As this explosion happens, you see a body on the floor. Immediately, the effects, all the effects of the vizier's spells vanish from the room. The void on the floor with tentacles erupting from it is gone, as well as the cloud outside. There is a body on the floor with dark black hair with patches of white. There are patches of corruption where the hair does not grow anymore, expanding over the face and head. The dwarf you see on the ground, clad in garb fit for a noble, looks up at you, Gige, as you approach, and Sten, ostensibly, even though it doesn't seem to be making eye contact with you, says to Gige, Given more time, I could have saved us. And before you can even 
grab or touch the creature, it dissolves into autumn leaves and begins to blow about the room. Am I able... Okay, sorry, I my brain hiccuped. Did you say they were human? What were they? A dwarf. A dwarf, okay. Am I able to take a quick look at them to see if there's anything I could figure out? Any any identifying characteristics besides the fact they're a dwarf? Uh, it appears to be black hair with shocks of white mm-hmm. and corruption, like boils and scars mm. and the like in areas over the face and head where hair is no longer growing. But no identifying like um, uh, clothes or belts or, or, or... Oh, the clothes are still there. The body went oh, okay. away. The clothes are oh. just lying flat, uh, Obi-Wan style. Gotcha. They are scholarly looking, noble, finely made clothes. These will start to gather up the clothes and call back to Sariel. So you might want to take a look at this. And he will look over his other shoulder at Galena. Is she still a frog? Is she still Froglena? Galena is still Froglena. She looks down at the vizier and says, he was a traitor before uh, hopping over to heal arrowhead at the base of the stairs which are now open and all four mushrooms are there all of them holding a blanket above their heads like a little palanquin i'm gonna i'm going to leave the uh clothes uh, at the stairs so the others can look at them and as they do that i'm gonna case the room and try and look anything else that might give us more information or maybe there's a secret cool item i can have just to clarify i'm i'm a fly right no you're human now nope he's still a fly Oh, he's still a fly. Oh, yeah, shoot. I thought it... The fly slowly stops being on fire. Am I thinking like a fly? Nope, you're still yourself. I don't know if that makes any visual difference to you guys because I'm a fly. I'd, I'd probably bzzz over to Sariel and be like, bzzz. Eden, <laughs> Eden, can you help him? I remember Eli said that, like you once like polymorphed one of your teachers. That was an accident. Can you accidentally fix 10? Bzzz. Uh, James, do I know enough to possibly help fix Sten? That is an excellent question. I do not know. Do you know the spell Dispel Magic? I don't know. Sariel does not either, but Sariel does know Polymorph. Does that help? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can just Polymorph him back. Wait, is this like going to be an Animorphs thing now? Or like, because it, I wasn't the original spellcaster, Sten's actual shape is just a fly now? <laughs> Please don't critically fail. Oh, no. Yes, that. <laughs> no, no, I regret bringing it up. I take it back. <laughs> okay, so I will polymorph Sten back, I guess. Okay. <laughs> How does this look? I'm curious. Well, uh, the polymorphing or what, what Sten's doing? I'm uh, imagining I'm buzzing around her like an annoying fly. Because uh, I yeah. am. I, I just got desperate the... for attention. <laughs> that one I can imagine pretty well. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what Sariel's polymorph spell looks like. Since it's the first time Sariel has tried this spell, probably really awkward. Probably lots of limbs popping in and out. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Sten, you have an arm, and then you don't have an arm, and then you have an arm again, and then you have too many arms. Wait, so it's just like a fly with an arm? You're, you're temporarily a caribou. Yes. I like they have a fly with just two Sten arms, and that's it. <laughs> a beefy arms, your wings can't keep yes, you up yes. anymore. You're just like... You're, you're a fly with, like, half-orc legs. <laughs> oh, he has a beefy arm! That's a drug dog. You know, you gotta give this fly a beefy arm so I can hold his knife. <laughs> like if it's a wingling Sten. <laughs> the wingling <laughs> Yes. So... Uh, Sten, you you recover your normal shape. 
<laughs> and fall flat on the floor. <laughs> I want to say at that moment, Gij annoyedly shouts from his, like, searching, Are you serious? Can you really polymorph people? How long have you had? Why aren't you telling us what you can do? Dario, like... Sten's still falling down the like, stairs. Is still at one HP, and she just kind of drunkenly looks over at him and points and is like, "You know what? You." And then she just falls over. <laughs> Before you're able to fall down the stairs entirely, Sten, the mushrooms catch you. Aww. You only make it down about eight steps. Mid-fly transformation. <laughs> thanks, Scott. Thanks, Ariel. Thanks, mushroom friends. Has anyone seen my pylum? Like seriously, <laughs> where is it? Because didn't he explode? The pylum is stuck in one of the walls again. <laughs> Take that layer. The mushrooms say to you, Wow, you look so cool. You are so many things. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that was weird. That was, that was an experience. I'm absorbing it. As you all are looking around the room and immediately recovering from the conflict, Galena, ministrating to Arrowhead, taking a little bit more damage due to her ministrations, you see a figure next to the, uh, not the corpse of the vizier, but the remains of the vizier, which are his clothes and the staff. You see Greasy Sal kneeling next to the clothes, right next to Gige. As you look back from yelling at Sariel, he is there. There's no sound, no light, no nothing. He's just there now. And he looks over to you and says, Bad business, huh? Yeah. At that moment, as he continues to look Greasy Sal in the face, he's going to take a few steps and try and, like, carefully step between Greasy Sal and the staff and ease the staff back with the heel of his boot. Ah, don't worry about that. It's not worth anything. So, what are you doing here, Sal? Greasy Sal reaches down and gently grabs a corner of the cloth, sort of rubbing it between finger and thumb. He appears as a, you know, very handsome gnome with a fine button-up coat and pants. I had the the utmost faith in you, you fellas, that you could put this poor creature out of its misery. Certainly the, the easiest way to break a curse. As Greasy Sal does this, he looks pointedly at Sten. You're all, uh... Shrewd negotiators fulfilled your contracts without the usual whining and welching that most do. <laughs> I like this guy. I wanted to keep doing business with you if you can. You know, it's hard to find people who are trustworthy. My name's Salmonius, and I have a feeling that I'll do very well in the autumn court with your vision, Geesh. Oh, what has that been doing for you? Oh, it's great. I can see through everything. I can see the real truth behind things. And you know, if there's anything that Faye don't like, it's the truth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a killing. Anyway, I'm out of here. This guy isn't here to hold me here anymore. I'm gone. But for you guys, I just want you to know. Call my name three times if you're ever in need of a bargain. He smiles wait. and begins to fade out. Wait, wait, wait. Is your name actually Greasy? My greasy? name's Salmonius. Ah, oh, okay. You only have my vision for a week more. I know that's plenty of time in the Feywild. Oh, okay. He turns around and shrugs and looks at the others. Bye, Greasy. <laughs> the smiling figure disappears from sight, leaving behind a webby sack of eggs that currently has no eggs in it. Oh, good. Wait, did he use our egg? Uh, clearly he must have. Son of a gun. He took an egg. Well, I mean, that's kind of all right. They come back anyway. What are... How would he have gotten a hold of one of the eggs without any of us noticing? Oh, we gave it to him as collateral. I totally knew that. That's fine. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, what are Eden and Sariel doing? Because Sariel passed out and is now hanging around Sam's neck as Sam desperately tries to stand up under the weight of a real person. I'm just imagining distressed Newt squeaking. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I can help Sam the Newt carry Sariel. I'm a salamander! But Sam accepts your offer of help gl- gladly. <laughs> and split between you, Sariel is no significant weight. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult you. It's okay! If I had more flame, I would punish you! But I don't. Strange guy. Strange guy. So, the five of you reside inside the vizier's chambers, covered in grotesque trophies and what appears to be arcane instruments and alchemical instruments, but made from, you know, very basic components. I'd like to say that I'm going to gather up the dwarf who was previously the vizier. I'm going to gather up their clothes. And I'm going to go yank the pylum out of the wall. I will. I'll, I'll get my pylum. Give me my okay. pylum. My precious pylum. Sten's able to get up at this point. He's in pretty good shape. A little disoriented to having been a fly. Uh, but otherwise, you're you're fine. I am at one level of exhaustion. Ah, yes. And sleepy. Since Gij's not as low as others, I'll say he'll use some of his dice to recover. But as the others are still healing, he'll look around the room for anything of note any information or, or or i don't know valuable artifacts with the group might be able to use also he's going to point out the staff to see if it's something sorrow might want because he's all about them staffs okay that is a good question are you guys hanging out here for the next half hour or are you looking around and then bouncing because that's hit dice or no hit dice i mean i don't i'm, I'm actually surprisingly fine so don't don't will i i'm really biased but i would very much appreciate the opportunity to use some hit dice <laughs> it's chill it's nice and cozy here just some frog icor no big lots of contraptions to explore a good half of the room is covered in frog icker and the other half of the room is like mostly clean except for the dissected frog on a table so wait the that wait you said it was, was it like an illusion the dissected frog was not an illusion not that but the the, the icor the icker that exploded from the vizier was not an illusion oh so it is okay i misunderstood i'm sorry carry on Geesh. As you're looking around, I want you to make a perception check. Mm-hmm. Sten, as you are also doing well, what do you want to be doing during this time? I mean, I guess I'd like to poke around the little contraptions and see if there's anything fun and cool. Okay, make an investigate check. Sariel and Eden, as you are being ministered to by a giant toad named Froglena, as she looks down at you and says, Normally I would say something mean right here, but this seems really nice. It's like we're bonding, and I'm helping you heal. It just feels good. And you are getting an extra D6 from Galena's ministrations. Great. We recover hit dice on, on full night's rest, right? Yes. So declare your perception and your investigation. My investigation was an eight. All Re- right. Regrettably, Gij rolled a five in perception. He critically failed. Woof. So, Sten, as you are looking around these desks covered in small bits of bark... And, you know, the walls are lined with makeshift paper, which has a bunch of scrawled writing on it, which appears to be in Dwarvish, which also appear... Do you speak Dwarvish at all? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Surface surface Dwarvish. It is Dwarvish. That's about as much as you can tell. When you attempt to read it, it appears to be gibberish. Mm, Gibberish. The rare gibberish dwarf. Yes. (laughs) Gij, as you're bundling up the clothing of the dwarf you found and attempting to cross the room to look for other things picking up the staff something falls out of the clothing and shatters on the ground oh 
releasing a fine white powder into the air. Oh man, you wasted all the coke. <laughs> good night, a good night. I'm going to quickly hold my breath and I'll motion to Eden. I'll be like, use Mandine, use Mandine. So that hopefully she can repair whatever I just accidentally broke. Because Eden knows how to do Mandine. What did you, what did you break? I don't know. Some vial or I'm something. I'm hoping you can repair it so we can see what it is. Can, can I repair a thing that I can't see? Can I repair something if I don't know what I'm repairing? So, Eden, as you rush over, having just swallowed a remedy that Galena has concocted that makes your lungs feel a lot better, <laughs> um, you see broken glass and a little cork, what clearly was a vial, a small pile of white, almost glittering powder. Immediately, you recognize this powder as pure residuum. This is concentrated magical energy that has just been spilled all over the ground. Is that mendable? The vial is mendable, but the uh, concentrated magical energy is going to be hard to sweep up, and it's going to be a little bit contaminated. I mean, would mending the vial even really help at this point? There's a small section of the vial that still has some stuff in it, so you might okay, be able to rescue yeah. that, those right, bits. Better... Give me an arcana roll. We'll see how well this goes. Okay. We're, look we're looking for an 18 to get it oh, all back. Geez. No, dear. Is there anything we can do to help her? Yeah, can, Sar can Sariel help with this? Sariel's so messed up. <laughs> how are you helping? Can you um, whisper to the wooden floor to give us more of the residuum back? It's no, stone. No, that wood's dead. Oh, oh stone? Maybe. <laughs> it's stone no. floor. Everything's stone in here, except for the tables. Geesh backs away with his hands up, leaving magic to the professionals. Woo! Dropping them rolls! Damn. Declare. Declare it, girl. Well, Eden accidentally rolled twice because Molly is trying to do this on a phone. But the first time, Eden rolled an 18. So it looks like we're good. Nice. Eden, you spend a moment working your hand around this broken glass, pulling it all together into a vial. And as you do it, most of the glass pulls back the residuum that was clinging to it. And you recover half a vial, which was probably full before. But the fact that you're recovering this much is amazing. And you now have 400 gold worth of pure residuum. Ooh. That's awesome. Thank you, Eden. Um, meanwhile, while Sten's doing his absolutely fruitless investigation, you mentioned there was some bark, which I assume is just bits of like bark that broke off the wall. But can Sten be stupid and like think some of it is special bark and give it to Sariel as a gift? Because it seems like something a druid would like. Absolutely. It'd be like, this is my thanks for turning me back from a fly. I hope it's of great use to you. <laughs> Sten plops several bits of bark in front of you. As you look at them, they are covered in scrawls. If you want to try to read them, Sariel. Uh, Sariel can try to read them, but I believe she only speaks surface as well. Roll and investigate. All right. As they all appear to be words. <laughs> Sariel rolled a critical success. She rolled what? a 22. What? All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sten's stupid gift may pay dividends. <laughs> making up for that that constitution fail earlier yes indeed you are looking at this piece of paper the words scrawled on it are not they're words but like they don't make any sense in conjunction dwarvish is a very script mechanical language where you kind of like german where you just sort of describe what you're talking about and that's the word for it so you end up with some very long words but these are just random things next to each other, which don't have any sort of meaning. But once you see this, you're like, 
I've seen a book about this in the library. I know exactly what cipher this guy is using. <laughs> oh, snap. And just sort of from memory of a night when you were super bored in the library, you remember this cipher. It is some crazy nonsense. It appears after a short while reading this that it clearly references that it is under a curse, but the curse is not the problem. There's something called the nothing that listens that is chasing them, and this curse is the only thing keeping them safe from it. It also has, as you look around the room and pick up more pieces of bark, several increasingly desperate and crazy plans to escape this curse, but maintain their protection from this nothing that listens. One of them is to uh, change them back to normal size, but stay in the curse. One of them is to murder the Lord of Autumn, but stay in the curse. One of them is to destroy the Feywild completely. And there's a lot of like contingencies for how this will change the natural world, which don't make any sense. But all of these plans, regardless of how insane they are, have a caveat to stay hidden from the nothing that listens. Well, that is some eldritch horrible shit. Thank you, James. No worries. <laughs> and thank you, Sten, for the wonderful present. Yes, thank you, Sten, for this horrifying revelation, which will no doubt destroy my sanity. So Sariel sits there, like, looking at this, kind of still, like, death drunk, and then her face sort of suddenly clears as she realizes that this actually does make sense. And as she, uh, as James described, as she goes around, you know, looking for additional pieces, she would be explaining to the rest of the party what she's seeing, what she's finding. Your elven pixie quests suck. I don't want to fight anything that listens. Like, is it, can't we just go kill the king and be done? Relena's still a frog. He seems frustrated. Probably, he's probably more frustrated with himself for breaking the vial. Also, James, I'd like to be trying to sweep up that stuff, even though it's not going to be pure residuum. <laughs> um... It's assuming that, like, you kind of helped, and mm. you guys picked up as much as you could. Basically, you guys lost 100 gold of residuum. Okay. Because she she managed to, like, Okay, cool. So then, thematically, he's still in frustration trying to sweep up what he's what was spilled. It's mostly dust. He doesn't know better. Oh, specifically, Eden, there are some spells that you can only cast with material components, and a lot of these things are very small. They're like, you know, a newt's eye or a piece of bark or like a small rod of iron or like something like that. But pure residuum is a placeholder for all of these. So nice. How many eyes does Sam have? Can he spare any? <laughs> he can spare one. Maybe. Uh, do you ask Sam how many eyes he can spare? No, poor guy. Oh, I'm just going to leave him alone. <laughs> He's a salamander. He's no newt. Well, you know, close enough. They're relatives, aren't they? I don't actually know. Not exactly a biologist over here. I don't talk to that side of my family. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, you guys are hanging out in the uh, crusty old lab with a bunch of stuff, and Sariel is looking around the walls, telling you uh, Eldritch Horror Story, and Gijes is attempting to sweep up some dust. Sariel roll to see if she knows anything additional about the nothing that listens. Any other associated stories? Okay. Roll a history. DC 15. Can we all roll history to know if that name means anything to us? Uh, yes. But one of the things I'm going to implement from now on is basically when everybody rolls knowledge, if anybody critically fails, nobody knows anything. 
No. Okay. okay. Anyway, kind of like uh, too many cooks fair. in the kitchen kind of thing. Yeah. Sariel only rolled a 10 on her history. At the moment, she cannot recall anything about this crazy pants stuff. He's rolled a 5. He's just creeped out by that name. Eden rolled a 13 in history. We don't know nothing. Unless Sten has some crazy doc stories for us. I feel like Sten wouldn't even possibly know. Or Glenna's <laughs> heard some some sea tales. Actually, uh, Sten roll. Sten rolled a 13. Sten, Eden, and Sariel all vaguely remember something related to that in some story they've heard, but can't put their finger on it. And Galena's just too distracted. Like, at this point, Galena's just sort of hopping around the room and muttering to herself that you guys should probably go see the king soon. Okay. What about you, Arrowhead? Do you know about this? Arrowhead looks at you. Nope. Yeah. Oh, I figured any answer you'd have would be brief, so. Yeah, we killed Arrowhead's adoptive mom. He's not going to tell a shit. And it seems like we might be gearing up to go. Gidal say, so are we just going to attack the king? I mean, I'm, well, not we're going to attack him, we're going to feed him the pie. Are we just going to feed him the pie and let it do its deal? Or should we be worried about this thing that listens? Oh, right. The pie is like at the top of the stairs, just sort of sitting there. Yeah. I should be Sariel, worried about the fact that I'm exhausted. Ariel is kind of muttering to herself, like trying to remember the story that they'd fled from something and had come to the Feywild. But because they had fled, they were turned into like lords the over the, the creatures that, yeah, that squirm. Maybe we can ask the king? Or would we have to fight a bunch of frogs if we asked him about it? What do you think? Sariel isn't sure what to do. Completely out of character. I'm trying to determine if this is something we should worry about or if you're setting up season two's big bad, James. Oh, no. <laughs> and then that, that, I think that's, that's my conundrum. So one thing you guys can know right now is that whatever this nothing that listens thing is, all of his notes refer to it as something that happened pre them being cursed. And that this curse is keeping them safe from it. Keeping them hidden. Sal said that is one way to break a curse. Does it mean that once we kill them all, the nothing that listens gets them? Or does it then come for us? Is it just the thing that wants them and they're hiding because of this curse? Or if we free them from their curse, it then comes after us? Time to roll Arcana? Well, I think we already <laughs> rolled history. Here's one thing you could roll. You can roll an insight on the writings to like try to get a feel off of the tone. Cross your fingers, I don't fail this. Sorry, I'll roll a 10, which is kind of sucky, because I've got like a plus six, but <laughs> at least it wasn't a critical fail. Sariel thinks to herself, these are mad ramblings. It's real hard to get a read off of these. Sariel would kind of shrug. I, I can't really tell. Like at some point they're talking about trying to kill Lords of the Fae, and at some point they're trying to talking about trying to destroy the whole Fae wild. It's, it's crazy talk. Well, I mean, I guess we could just ask the king before we give him the pie, right? I think we should really try not to fight you know another fight today i'm tired well, yeah no that's we my, won't that's my only i mean the pie is the one hit ko just hope it goes right did we try and help galena before we go or maybe try to destroy the button galena holds the button close to her chest and looks at you out, out of character i feel like we shouldn't really do anything significant with galena while she's not here true fair enough okay well let's take the pie and maybe we can ask him i mean he would know about it Possibly, maybe, whoever they were before they became the Frog King. Before they became Ironhorn. Alright, let's do it. So what is plan, go hang out with the king? I guess we'll approach him uh, with Frog Lena. Frog Lena will speak to him. We'll greet the king, I guess. Nothing in your plan can depend on Frog Lena. Right. Unless well, you I'm... are actively manipulating her into doing something. 
Okay, then. So we'll just, we'll, we'll come to see, wait, wait, didn't we have an excuse to come see the king? To get Froglena coronated as the sheriff. Right. Okay, so then we're going to go to the king for that purpose. We'll ask him before the coronation happens. We'll ask him about the nothing that listens, and then we'll introduce the pie in celebration, which I'm sure he'll readily eat up before a coronation can even happen. Okay. Anybody have arguments with this plan? Nope. Seems like a solid plan. I would carry the pie. I'm kind of tired, but I'll still carry the pie if you want me to. I guess me and Stent can carry it. Eden, do you think you could you could pull out that, that charm and you and Sariel talk him into into being cool with us approaching him? This idea of, a, of the coronation and then drop the question on him and then a pie before he actually coronates her as a sheriff? I certainly think it's worth a try. Cool. So the lot of you are headed down the stairs, pie between Sten and Gij, mushrooms in tow, Galena taking up the four, happily leaping forward to get her coronation, to get her, uh, I don't know what the word is for getting a job. Um, certification. <laughs> her sheriff certification. Orientation. Or- there Orientation, we go. Yes. That's the word. You guys emerge into the hall where the king is. The ground is covered in flies. The frog standing guard attempt to keep standing guard whilst simultaneously occasionally dipping down and eating a fly. But at the front of the room, the king maintains its schedule of eating as small creatures pass in front of it, tossing food into its mouth. Do you guys urge Galena to go forward and get her certification? <laughs> uh, yes. He, usual mutter, sorry, Eden, go, go, you're on, you're on. Ask him. All right, let's, uh, let's, you know, no need to rush. Let's, uh, have out Sariel and I accompany Frog Galena as she introduces herself. You guys will come with me? Yay! Of course! You're my friends. Oh, Yes, we are. If Sten and I aren't big enough to hide the pie, Geech is going to like try and usher some of the mushrooms <laughs> around him and Sten. <laughs> I like that. We don't want the king snatching it up with his tongue as he sits where he is. Okay. You guys walk down the hallway. You came out about halfway in and begin to advance down the hall towards the king. The creatures in front of it look up at you and look nervous, but don't stop their flow through the room as old Ironhorn continues to open and close its mouth mechanically, strings and droplets of spit continuing to emit from its mouth constantly. Galena stops and says, I prostrate myself as the new sheriff, and does a deep-toed bow, and the frogs down the line all do a uniform ribbit the king doesn't seem to respond at all ahem um uh, your majesty did uh, did you not hear the lady the uh old iron horn con- continues to eat hmm. maybe it is pie time after all no he might be the only one left who knows about the nothing that listens well i mean could we at least use it to get his attention he doesn't seem to be interested in anything beyond food right now you will look at all the others for suggestions because he's not sure what to do. I don't think we need to kill him. Well, no, that's what the... Gage is going to abruptly take a spore from one of the mushrooms, rub it in his face, and then rub it in Sariel's face. <laughs> He'll then explain telepathically through the mushrooms, well, no, we have to kill him. That's what your elves wanted us to do. They the wanted their deaths avenged. And like, with the sheriff gone, I don't... With the sheriff... That's right, they can't hear us. With the sheriff gone, I don't think... I don't think people will be eating pixies anymore. 
Specifically, the Pixies hired you to kill, to kill the, the beast king. that slew Wink Warrior, which is specifically Ironhorn. Gotcha. Well, well. Either we break the curse or we kill him. And as and as Gijes was had his first had mentioned his first sense, he started to rub a spore in Eden's face as well, so she could hear us. I wonder what would happen if we rubbed one of that spores in the king's face. Oh, interesting thought. Well, we're holding the pie. If one of you wants to do it, whether you ninja your way up or Eden use flap there and stuff in its nose. Galena is the sheriff, and I don't think she would object to making it easier to talk to him. Galena's still prostrated in front of the king. Ariel would bring one of the spores over. This might make it easier for him to talk to us. Or for us to talk to him. Or, you know. Are you talking to Galena? Yes, yeah. He would give, or attempt to give Galena one of the spores. Galena tosses it at the king. The king eats it. Moments, oh, wow. <laughs> moments later, you start to sense an insatiable hunger. Is that, is that you, Ironhorn? He thinks to the mushrooms. One of Ironhorn's eyes just twitch a little bit, like blinks a couple times in succession, but keeps eating. I mean, now that he's also on spores, he will think out loud in front of him. All right, when have you asked him? Your Majesty, we'd like to ask about the nothing that listens. This time, a mouse carrying a tray full of flies that are either dead or stunned somehow throws the flies at the king's mouth when it should have opened the flies just bounce off the king's face as the king looks down at you all and hollers with clearly fried vocal cords just someone who has not spoken for a very long time i am the king you will speak no further and leaps forward so blubberous it merely rolls forward doing a full rotation sort of landing on <laughs> galena and, be- and begins to mouth at Sariel because she is the closest person. Roll initiative. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we will wrap for the evening. Gosh darn it. Told you we get in a fight. Huh? Our heroes have smashed the vizier's house of mirrors, but do they have the recipe for regicide? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. <laughs> Wait, I mean, we'll look. Do you guys I, really want to kill him? I need time to like. I don't know. I need time to chew this over. Lots of things happened. Because <laughs> now I feel like I've pushed us into it, which I regret because I would like y'all. I mean, you seem to want to kill them, Eric. You seem to have wanted to kill them. I don't. I just don't want to fight him, just because I'm tired. Like Sten is tired. No, I mean Sten is tired. Ah, uh, because I'm Molly's I'm... also tired. I'm so sorry, guys. It's one fifteen here. No, yeah, no, 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 no I'm gonna have to bounce. Sorry, sorry no, guys. yeah, I wasn't clear, but when I was saying I was tired, I meant in character, Sten. Right, gotcha. He's been frenzying, so he's gonna suck. Mm. I'll talk to you guys later. Farewell, See you, Molly. Later. Bye. I think Mark probably just saved the day because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we would have died so quick. Yeah, and then I critically success slinged the uh, the rock. Aha! Uh-huh. May not be the smartest servant, but I know how to handle myself in a battle. <laughs> I just like how James pulled all like every one of those illusions where it was like a thing I couldn't possibly say no to. So, did Sam save me? 
I think he helped, yeah. Oh. He, he cauterized something, but I don't know what he cauterized because Okay, gas. that's a good point. <laughs> so, like, I think he was, like, burning you, just doing little burns and going, I help! <laughs> sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. But wait, it didn't do more damage, right? Like, I'm no. at, I'm at no. one now? No, no, no. You're at one. You're at one. Okay. Sam didn't do anything wrong. Sam is the best Connor. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised James let me get away with with deducing that the light was a trick. The light was the source. Thought he'd be like, "Yo, you got to roll for that. You don't know that. You know that. You doesn't know that. Roll." Yo. Hey. Roll to know that the light was a trick. Yeah, I'm surprised you let me do that. No, I I wanted it to be understandable as a character that this is nonsense, okay. <laughs> but I didn't expect it to happen quite so quickly. 